shit, shit, shit show. It's a fucking shit show. Shit Welcome back to Shit Show Saturday. Sit so Saturday, the hottest spot in town for your ears on a Saturday. <laughs> Ahoy shit shows. How are we doing? So for today's episode, you're going to get to hear a portion of the Patreon group that we had last night. And I like to do these periodically so that you guys can get a peek behind the curtain so that you guys can see what the hell is going on in this community and what these groups are like. And the shares in last night's meeting really, really illustrate how magical this community is. I promise you that I did not pay anyone for, for anything that they said, but it was like half through halfway through the meeting, I actually stopped to like applaud them at all because boy were they selling this shit y'all <laughs> they're really selling this selling this community i was like sell baby sell uh so i've shared that i'm in the process of switching off of patreon and onto another uh community platform and just really leveling up this community and taking it to the next level and so i've been working on the you know, the various copywriting for the new community. And I was, uh, my friend Tiffany was helping me and brainstorming with me. And it's one of the sentences, I think, like it was describing this community and it was like a fun, supportive, non-judgmental like community or blah, 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 blah. But Tiffany was like, it's more than that. It's, but I don't, I don't know how to put it into words, guys. It's just, um, it seems like it's it's more than a community. It's more than like a a fellowship. I would say chosen family, but that all, like truly that I think that sounds like kind of corny. But I this these are lifelong friendships that are being built. Like I, I'm positive about that. And when I think about like what's the special sauce here? Like what is it that makes this community so unique? It's the authenticity. It's the vulnerability. Um, and it's the humor. It's like my personality obviously is a bit much or <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Uh, my personality is an acquired taste. And so that attracts a certain type of person. Everyone's just fucking real and feel comfortable sharing without judgment. Actually, there was, so there's this um, a gal in, in the community. And so she's in a relationship, a relationship she should not be in, <laughs> a relationship that she knows she shouldn't be in. I don't know if we go as like, he's at Brian number two level for her. Uh, but it's, it's definitely not the relationship for her. Right. And she's at that place where she knows that, but she's not fully ready to, to let it go. And I just, I texted her last night and I said, I'm so glad that you've been able to, to not hold back at all and just really honestly share about where you're at and what's going on without fear of judgment or, um, you know, just being able to be completely honest. Because when I was in the midst of my Brian number two, with the exception of my therapist, I didn't have anyone in my life who actually got it, who understood what I was going through and why I was acting and feeling the way that I was. Uh, there was nobody in my life that I could be completely honest with without fear of judgment. And God, that was so, so, so lonely for me. 
And so it's just really powerful for me to see that this space has been created to talk about the stuff that we've felt so much shame about our entire lives with everyone just saying, yeah, me too. I get it. I've been there. No judgment. It's really just a, a special community. Damn the join Patreon, patreon.com slash adult child. Uh, so let's get on to the meeting. So the topic that I brought up was this past week's episode. So with Irene Lyon on the nervous system, because it seemed like this episode really struck a nerve with a lot of people based off the feedback that I was getting. It seemed like a lot of people had some uh, pivotal ahas. So enjoy today's episode. They say that I should damn the John Patreon. They said that that's where people go to heal. They say that I'll feel seen and heard like I have never felt before. So I'm going to damn the joint right now. Yeah, so I thought we could talk about um, this week's episode and key insights and ahas. But for me, I think that this is, I think I've probably shared this, but I think that this is like kind of like the big area of recovery that I haven't really dove into in the way that I should, like this, you know, the somatic stuff, the body stuff. I just know that there's like a lot of shit in there. And I had this realization, like, I don't feel disconnected from my body. I know a lot of people do. I don't feel like disconnected with it, but I had this realization. So I decided that I was going to do this like somatic guided meditation. And whenever I've I realize why I turn them off. Like when I'm asked to think about my heart, like anytime it'll say like, pay attention to your heart. That just is reminds me that I'm going to die. And I can't like, I have to turn it off because I have like a pretty like big fear of death. And so I realize like whenever I'm like connecting into my body, that's like a reminder to me that I'm going to die one day. And it like really, really, really freaks me out. And so I don't know how to, I don't know what to do about that, but, um, yeah. And I feel like just talking about it right now, like I'm activated. So I just thought that that was kind of an an interesting insight for me. And I also too, was just thinking about just what was going on in our brains and like in my brain and just looking at all these experiences when I was a kid you know, and like how that fucked up my brain. Like I had no idea. And it's, I just think that it's really, it's so, I think it's freeing to like know this stuff because it's not us, you know, like we're not, it's our brain. We've been conditioned this way. So I feel like it takes some of the shame out of it for me. Um, So I'll shut up. Totally resonate with your resistance to that stuff. That's kind of, I mean, it was honestly like one of the best episodes because I'd never really delved into that topic before, but it honestly just made me feel like powerless all over again. I think it had the opposite because I'm like, oh my God, like I don't know so much about myself. Like that was such a realization. Sorry, I'm in the car for me um, that like there's stuff that I don't control in my body. And like, I feel like that's part of the adult child thing is like to want to control everything and the perfectionism like that's for sure something I have I'm like what do you mean there are parts of my body that are acting on their own that like 
have been conditioned by this lived experience that I've had during my childhood. And there's nothing I can, I mean, there's stuff that I can do about it, but it's, it's on a deeper level than conscious. So it's not just changing my thoughts. So it was definitely really scary and felt like a, me discovering therapy for the first time all over again. Um, but at the same time, it definitely validated my feeling that I don't really pay attention to things. And that's not just me. Um, I thought that was like, oh, my God, like Farah just like doesn't see the details. Like Farah is like my partner always says sometimes like, oh, you're such a man. Like you don't notice the small things. But I'm like, I don't think that's like me. Like, I don't think that's just me being like quirky or something. Like, I think there's actually something there that's like deeper. Um, and I think that's related to me just not being fully present and and because of like my childhood and adolescent experiences that have led me to sort of dissociate, not fully, but somewhat. So that was very insightful for me. And it I don't know what the financial cost of like doing this stuff is. I looked at the website and I know there's some free resources, so I'm definitely gonna check those out. But I don't know if this stuff is covered by insurance, like I don't know. And some people brought that up in the chat too. So definitely need to do more research, but thank you for that topic because yeah, that was great. Yeah. Two things. Number one, this community is amazing. For those of you that don't follow the WhatsApp chat, I've been on a journey to find my creativeness and imagination and discovered finger painting and a bunch of really beautiful people from this community got together and got me some art supplies. I'm just overwhelmed. And I don't want to name names because I don't want anybody to feel bad or feel left out. But this community supports each other and that's huge. Um, the second thing, the episode it's frustrating because I know I know all about these experiences and the somatic healing, and I've read the body keeps the score. And there's not there are some free resources, but you have to be in a safe safe spot to to really begin to heal. And I'm the episode made me realize I'm not in a safe spot in my current living situation. And what really drove it home was I attended my first uh, ACA meeting yesterday locally. And it was amazing. I wish I had done it sooner. Um, my parents are currently away. They've been away for a few months. They're coming back in a couple of weeks. And I am terrified. I'm terrified because I'm not the same person I was when they left. I'm terrified because I don't want to go back into old habits and ways of thinking. And I'm terrified what their reactions will be. I, I know the, the criticism and the questions are going to come. And I'm afraid. But I'm, I know I'll get through it with all of you um, because you guys are the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I just wanted to say thank you to you all. Thank you to you, Andrea. And with that, I'm done. 
I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, it's just unbelievable the timing of all of this. So um, my therapist uh, who I have been receiving ketamine treatments through actually sent me a resource from Irene Lyons two weeks ago. So I sent her back your podcast today and was like, bam, I went up there. But anyway, uh, she had just sent me uh, another referral to a somatic therapist who's just beginning her practice and needed some patients to volunteer. But one of the things I wanted to mention that came out in my one of my ketamine treatments where I was being verbal I said, you have to get into your body before you get into your mind. So I believe we know this, like we know this, but because of the way we grew up and the survival techniques that we developed, we didn't. And I, I came to your podcast through, um, I mean, I was just sick broken but it started with a brown recluse bite that happened and I got sick with that and I got sick with the flu and I was not paying attention to my body and woke up and was really sick left with tinnitus in my ears so I constantly had to listen to something and I found your podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to be listening to. So one thing is just leading to the other, to the other for recovery. And I, I'm just so grateful. Mike had me in my feels first thing. I had to grab a tissue. Um, I, I'm just, I'm frightened by this whole experience and I'm excited about it at the same time. But I know I've been disconnected from my body. I was bitten by the brown recluse on a Saturday and didn't realize it until Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> and I had necrosis. That's how disconnected I am, right? Like I ended up at Vanderbilt and just all the health problems that I've had my whole life is from ignoring my body. I was, I was first diagnosed with arthritis at 13. So anyway, that's my time. Thank you very much. I appreciate everyone. Thank you. Hey, um, wow. What, what an amazing group. It, this, it, it is beyond what, um, yeah, what just one 12-step program can do for you. Uh, yeah, the episode, I'm, I'm not all the way through it. I still have about 15 minutes left. Um, and the timing, just like um, iPhone just talked about. So right before group tonight, I, I had to go meet with a sponsee who's still in treatment. Um, she's, she's working on her fourth step, and I had to get her going on her second column. And after I gave her some instruction, we started talking. She was telling me about somebody who comes into their, their group like once a week on Fridays and is teaching the women meditation. And she was talking about some of this stuff about uh, the nervous system. This girl will be 60 days sober on Monday and she is already at a place um, of healing 
that, I, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I saw her three weeks ago and I saw her today. Her face looks different. Her eyes look clear, you know, and I'm, I'm listening to this podcast on the way there. And we started talking about and I'm, I'm validating things that she's saying. She's not using the right words or she's getting kind of tongue tied. And I said, you know, the body keeps a score and Peter Levine and da, 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 and, and she or she was just lighting up. I was lighting up. It was like we had this God juice going that was fucked off the chart. Um. So the episode, so I have to look her up and, I, and I'll probably get in contact with her because it, listening to this episode like answers every question I've had. And I've known for a long time, like some of us in this group that are a little bit older, um, remember Louise Hay talking about this stuff, you know, and, you know, people, people, sometimes we don't have a voice, we end up with throat cancer and blah, blah, blah. You know, all of these things. So this week and probably into next week, or maybe not now, because I'm talking about it now, is is the week that three years ago my husband left the house because we'd been through sober houses, blah, blah, blah. He was on a relapse and, and I couldn't take it anymore. That's what drove me to Al Anon, which led me to this. And um anyway, I'll talk about all that next week. But um like the last three nights I have not slept good. I'm waking up like four or five, six times. I've had dreams about my dead husband. And like my body knows what Trump this this time of year is terrifying for me. And I want it to be done. I don't I don't want to waste four months out of every year reliving this shit. And that's just from that. And this stuff for me started in utero. I mean, like when my mom was pregnant with me, my to be stepfather would beat her because she was pregnant with another guy's kid. I mean, it was, it was all bad and ugly and it, you know, it just got better from there. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, this, this was the shit, Andrea. I, I loved that episode. I love all the episodes. I told you that before I, I treadmill them, uh, daily. Um, but that and this experience of the sponsee tonight and, um, knowing that I was going to be here with you guys and the love that's going on in the WhatsApp and with Mike and, you know, last week when, when Mike first showed a creation, I could see a change in your face. I could, you look just like calm and soft and your eyes were brighter. And I like, I, I don't cry cause I'm pretty dissociated still. Um, but I like, I had tears and I'm like, Oh my God, this shit is working. I love this place. And I don't know how long I've been a member. I, I joined pretty quickly after I found your podcast because I'm like, yeah, that girl, that girl, Andrea, that AA girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to go somewhere and she knows some stuff and I'm just going to hang on. So um, I love all of you guys. I, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't say that word flippantly. Like this group is, uh, this group is my pillow, man. It's my body pillow. I love you guys. That's it. Hi, everybody. Um, this is my first time sharing on here, so I'm a little nervous. But um, I said last night in the WhatsApp, so and I'll say it again because it was just so profound from that episode. Uh, the fact that I I just thought I, I always was told that, you know, you're unlucky or you're in bad situations or you put yourself in bad situations, blah, 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 blah. The fact that it really wasn't that it was like all of these things were continuing to happen in order to show me that I was in my fight or flight response and that I needed to work on getting out of that. I think I was in my fight or flight response for years upon years and I had no idea. 
Um, I would just completely start shaking everywhere. Like my mouth would start shaking, like, and I couldn't even control it. And I just, I was always like, you know, there's something wrong with me. I don't know. Or it's crazy. The amount that I've learned over the last few years about somatic therapy and somatic healing. Um, I had GI issues. I was vomiting blood and I literally have nothing wrong with my belly, my stomach, nothing. It's all, it all related back to the trauma that, or, you know, that I was in or that I was facing. Um, I was so I wasn't suicidal, but I definitely had suicidal, you know, ideation of like thinking that, you know, maybe it's better if I'm not here or it's just maybe it will be so much easier for everybody else, um, which is so scary. Uh, but, you know, I, I know that a lot of people have gone through that and it is a real, real thing. Um, I have three little kids. So uh, that was really scary for those thoughts to to come to me. Um, but I think, you know, I, I don't know. I think that I have done so much over the last few years to try and heal that, um, I learned definitely that I have to start with my body. I have to make sure one, I'm drinking water, which I know is so annoying to hear. Um, but it's the truth. Uh, you know, you need to provide your body with all of any, as much health as you can. And if you want your mind to be healthy as well, I just, that last episode, I've been listening to the podcast probably since the beginning as well, probably, you know, so many people. And I always hesitated to join the Patreon and, um, it was probably the best thing that I did. So I just, I can't thank you guys enough. So thank you. So, yeah, I mean, that episode um, just to sound like a broken record for what everybody else was saying, um, definitely took multiple things to the next level for me. Um, first off, I don't think I've ever heard the explanation of freeze, um, just explained so perfectly in, in situations that I would never even have thought of. Like when she was skiing and, um, just I can relate to feeling that same way about certain situations where I was just like, why are you doing this? Like, what is going on? And just not being able to stop it and just realizing now that that has been a um, symptom of being in freeze mode just makes perfect sense. And the term defrost blew my mind. Like when she was talking about coming out of a freeze and used the word defrost and it just kind of makes me really relate to how she was um symbolizing that it was like a slow process if something's defrosting it's not going to just sit there and immediately be done with and that uh definitely and me uh once again thinking about it since i've heard the episode i have started my recovery journey this time with focusing on the body i mean i've been in the treatment program that I was in, I started getting into yoga pretty quickly and I've done it just about, I'd say probably five times a week since for like the past year. And I've noticed all the people that I relate to that I like tend to somewhat connect with because connecting on a high level with anybody is pretty difficult for me. It's always the people that are into this, those same things, like learning to 
understand their body more, really searching for the same thing I am with understanding like what the fuck is going on with my body. Cause in the past I was just like, I knew something was going on, but obviously uh, with an addict alcoholic mentality, I would just stuff that shit down and just couldn't deal with it. But thing that I noticed too, that you reminded me of Andrea was talking about the heart. I remember sitting in a yoga class, like just a couple weeks sober and uh, the instructor just said, we were laying on our backs and just said, place your hands over your heart and just feel your heartbeat. And I, I felt nothing. I, I was like, what are you, can, can you feel your heartbeat? I'm like asking around, can you feel your heartbeat? And I'm just, I, I'm afraid to even try, try it because I still don't know if I could do it. Um, but I do know that my journey is really connected to what she was talking about with understanding one's body. And I can, uh, understand what she was saying too, about just trying different things without any type of understanding of what the hell I was doing with yoga, with sound healings, Reiki, and just throwing that and hoping that it sticks to the wall. And this episode really got me into realizing that I really need to establish some sort of foundation and do this properly. And I think the healing will happen a lot, uh, uh, what would you say, less painful. So I'm really looking forward to doing some studying up on what she was talking about. So I've listened to all the, the podcast episodes from the beginning, but this last podcast episode was the uh, the straw that broke the camel's back on me wanting to come join in and quit and be part of this specific kind of conversation. Um, because I've been doing professional body work for the last like five years. And I started to have my own like thawing out experience me while I was attending other people. Um, and I had like this realization through the work that's very personal, working with individual to individuals that there's no way that you can escape an energetic exchange with someone even if you're going to be in close proximity with them. And so unfortunately, our society doesn't want to open up the conversation for that. It's very closed off. And she had some really good points about how different societies kind of train the next generation and the next generation um, so that there's all this intergenerational healing that has to take place. And I think that the somatic work and the conversations around um, body, the body as itself as a soul entity is probably going to be the direction that really hits home for a lot of people who struggle with adverse childhood experiences or, or continuing trauma and addiction. Um, and it really is important to find safe spaces to take yourself um, there. I mean, that's part of the reason why I'm here. I'm looking for a safe space to share my reality and my experience with things that I didn't understand. And a lot of that has been uh, bodywork education um, and just learning about organ system functions. And a lot of people, when they start to speak about things that make them afraid, like as an example, I'll use like afraid of death or afraid of dying, um, that impermanence is scary because it impacts 
a part of our body that is vital to us. Like our heart is pumping all the way through our arms all the time. It's an organ that manages all of our other organs and it's giving messages to us all the time, constantly. And, um, listening to that part can become very challenging when you're trying to filter out the noise of culture (laughs) and the noise of like all these things that we're entrained to put focus on instead of just like what's going on inside of us all the time. Um, And a lot of times that does feel really scary. And so I'm really excited for the field of somatic work um, because sometimes taking that journey with someone else um, is less scary. And that's part of why we're all here is to support each other. And um, coming from a perspective of body and mind understanding is a really great um, thing to start to begin to have the opportunity to do. Cause as she said um, in the podcast that really, you know, some people are not ready to receive that. And some people won't be because they're not in a safe space. And so you need to like allow them that because that's where they're at. And when we meet each other, where we're all at, that's really going to be like super beneficial. So I'm, I'm just uh, really excited to be a part of that conversation here. Um, yeah, I really love this episode. Somatics is something that I'm super fascinated in. Um, I first learned about it in like the most profound, um, I've always been a student since I got sober and it was this article called decolonizing the body and restoring sacred vitality. And basically, um, what it talks about is the idea that not only are we disconnected from our bodies because of, um, there's specifically about indigenous women, uh, healing from addiction and trauma on the Vancouver downtown East side, Maine and Hastings, um, and it's not only that we're disconnected from our bodies because of trauma and because it's too painful and too scary for us to actually feel what's going on in our body. But what happens is that we also um, internalize like systems of privilege and um, oppression is passed down epigenetically. And that was, I don't know, seven years ago. And it's kind of been this passion thing that I've been fascinated with ever since and like studying it and learning about um polyvagal theory and something that I found so interesting is that there's a piece of it um called neuroception I think but it's basically that we co-regulate with each other's um nervous systems and when you think about like what spaces you spend time in like I know for myself like I'm a pretty calm person I actually think I'm in a state of freeze all the time but Regardless, I'm not reactive um, or explosive in terms of anger until I go back to my family of origin. And then there's nothing else that blows me up um, and creates like the fight response and the rage inside me. Um, And it's such a disconnect from who I feel like in any other space. And then I remember like smashing windows when I was a kid and like throwing glasses on the floor and absolutely just like these rage responses that are screaming to like be seen and heard and fast forward to my adult life and sobriety and this awareness that like, even if I can do all this research and I can walk my own clients and patients through um, as like a baby counselor through actually trying to like bring stuff down and put their 
feet on the ground and get connected to their body. Like when I'm sitting with my own therapist and I'm in session and she's like, how does that feel for you? And I'm talking about these deeply painful things. Like I cannot get there. And there's this massive realization that I'm in such a state of like survival that I can't connect to my body because otherwise I just couldn't keep going. Um, And that's, not an option for me because of how I've been programmed in my life. Um, And it's, I've really started digging into this work. I've been seeing like a new therapist since I got benefits and stuff um, for about three or four months now. And um, even though I struggle to connect in session, I've been having these, like, I've never, I've always kind of talked in my sleep and stuff, but um, never violently. And I woke myself up screaming bloody murder on Saturday to the point where like my throat was hurting and my dog was panicking um and like didn't know what was going on and I barely remembered it and um I don't remember what I dreamt about and then two days later I woke up and I was in a state of like I was hyperventilating and I kind of turned it off um while I was like getting ready for work and then as soon as I was in the car for my commute it was like I started hyperventilating again and my body was trying to like I think there's all these messages that are like you need to connect to yourself you need to get there there's stuff that's going on and it's a consistent struggle for me to actually understand like how the hell I can how I can do that I don't know and I haven't figured it out and it's perplexing to me because I know that this is the healing that I need to do alongside of like like I really believe that trauma is healed through connecting to the body and actually like allowing yourself to um, be present and in the moment. And um, yeah, it sucks not to be able to connect to myself. And that's probably why I can't cry and have barely cried in the last 10 years. Um, But yeah, there's also, um, I'll post it in the chat just because I don't want to take up too much time here. Um, And that's all I have left to say, but there's actually a chunk in the big red book that's about adult children being disconnected from their bodies. Um, and it's called psychic numbing. And basically the idea in the longish paragraph is that um, all of that keeps us from connecting to our true self. So thanks guys. Well, that wraps up shit show Saturday as always. Sign up for the Patreon. That is where I host weekly support groups. And it's where you say thanks, Andrea, for all that you do. Patreon.com slash adult child. Follow me on TikTok and Instagram at adult child pod. And give me a damn five star rating on Apple and Spotify. And I will see y'all shit shows on Wednesday. Bye. Don't let it all go.